You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Let's go racing drivers! Unbelievable! It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America. Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. About 4 o'clock in the afternoon, or as close as we can get to it. It is uh, the second hour of power, hour number one in the books. Lots of uh, little tidbits and inside stories and things like that. More in hour number two. Also, Elon Werner will be uh, joining us. We talked to Justin Ashley, your Top Fuel Points leader in the NHRA currently as they move to, uh, well, the first race of the uh, countdown. Uh, NASCAR goes round number two this weekend in Kansas. I got a good story about that, too. I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely that time of the year. And, it uh, well, IndyCar wraps up this weekend. It'll be easy or easy. It'll be in- interesting to see what happens on Monday or in the next week. Uh, you know, casualties of a season not realized so on and so forth. Uh, Malukas gets the great ride with McLaren. The guy's super fast, super deserving, and a big, big personality, which will, I think, meld very well with Zach Brown, who I raced against Zach Brown in Formula Atlantic way back in the day. And I remember because uh, all of a sudden this guy shows up, was pretty fast, and he had TWA Airline. They're not even around anymore. Trans World Airlines. Flew him to Europe a couple times and back. Love that airline. Lockheed L-1011s. Love that plane. Made the strangest sound, though. It sounded more like a, I don't know, man, like a blender. It it had this electric whir. I think those engines were, I don't know what they were, but they had this strange, which is very, very uh, different than, you know, what you hear. In, uh, I don't think they were Pratt and Whitney's, but yeah, I don't, don't, don't know. Probably Lockheed, Rock L1011, Lockheed L1011. Don't know. Don't care. Cool planes. But Jack Brown shows up, and the rumors were like, oh, yeah, this guy is like a, sp- a sponsorship selling guru. Very personable, big time, you know, personality, knows how to raise the money. And was pretty competitive at Atlantic with the TWA on the side of the car. I remember that very well. And, of course, now he, I mean, he gets the position a few years ago, which I think surprised a lot of people. And now oversees everything at uh, McLaren, the Formula One project, uh, the IndyCar program. And the guy is still really quick on a race car. He drives a, uh, a bunch of, um, you know, what I would call GTP prototype cars in uh, vintage racing. He's got a, a, Formula, a couple Formula One cars, uh, most notably a car like my buddy Bud Moeller's, a, a Williams FW something for Frank Williams, Williams, right? The guys, guys are pretty, it's a pretty good life. I'd like to, I, if, I, if I could have like one-tenth of his life jetting around the world, overseeing Formula One deals and IndyCar and racing, uh, I think most notably the Jaguar Castrol GTP car, that that lustful-sounding 
Um, V12 engine. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not complaining. Don't get me wrong. My Lord, again? This is, uh, uh, what's that say there, Sydney? Scam likely? How do we, oh, God, this is, this is, uh, this is getting a little, those are all scams. And usually I turn my phone off today, I forgot, because I need Prevagen. If anybody out there has a connection at Prevagen, we would like them to be a show, a show partner. We'll sell a ton of pills for them. Anyway, enough of Zach Brown. If you are a regular, you know I get the chance to drive some pretty spectacular automobiles. And uh, the one I had most recently is the 2023 Lexus RX350F Sport all-wheel drive. The F Sport version of all the Lexus cars are just unbelievable. And this machine, great looking. It's got big-time horsepower, 2.4-liter turbocharge. Turbos are great in the mountains. Uh, Eight-speed automatic transmission with paddle shifters, also manual mode. 21-inch beautiful uh, anodized wheels, all-weather low-profile tires. Again, a uh, big old do- double panel moon sunroof, moonroof, great seats, lots of adjustment, big time um, uh, center console screen with touch activation. It, uh, yeah, it, if I read off all the the good blind spot warning, backup warning, you know, you could get a discount in your insurance if you have backup camera. And a blind spot um, uh, and lane assist. So if you start to meander out of your lane, it alerts you. Your blind spot warning if somebody's creeping up on you in a blind spot. Uh, especially, you hear me, those people out there, they're texting. And uh, I see it all the time. Texting, looking down at their lap. Texting or like watching videos with their phone held up in front of them. Back in the day, it was when I was commuting to San Francisco, when I ran the Mercedes store there, it was uh, like people curling their eyelashes and their hair in their car. Dudes dr- reading the newspaper uh, while driving over the steering wheel. <clears throat> I mean, I can, I can go on and on and on. But I, most recent, I'm seeing people blow through red lights. They're 100 feet from the light. It turns red. They just accelerate, and off they go. People, 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 be careful. That's why all our insurance costs are going through the roof for those uh, that just aren't paying attention or reckless. Yeah. This Lexus, though, I don't know why I got on that rant, is spectacular. And you will get insurance discounts for those items I just mentioned, which kind of got me into that segue. I become a big fan of the push start and the proximity key. Love it. The one I had started at 56.6. All done at 63.305. 
if you're looking for anything, though, in this super category, as I call it, everything's 60 grand. It's just the way it is. Uh, the, the color, the one I had was called Grecian Water. And if you've ever seen sparkling, crystal clear, shiny, deep, sparkly blue water off the coast of Greece, in Mykonos or uh, Crete, look at me showing my, my intellect there. That's what this thing looks is spectacular. And it's got kind of a black gray leather interior, all leather interior. Spectacular machine. If you're looking for something in this, in this super category, the Lexus. The 2023 Lexus RF350 F Sport all wheel drive. Things a slam dunk winner. What can I say? Sid said it's time for me to shut up. I believe uh, Elon Werner is joining us next. We'll get a, a, well, a, a bird's eye reflective view of what went on at the Indy Nationals. 2.1 plus million people watched the Indy Nationals on Fox. That's, that's a number. That is a number. I'll also talk about the drag race bracket, bonanza.com. There's Elon on the phone right now. Drag Race Bracket Bonanza.com. Just like doing NC2A basketball, man. Really cool stuff. And a great way to uh, let drag race fans interact with the sport and for newbies to kind of put the, get their feet wet. And again, uh, the final, well, NC2A's March Madness take a month to finish up. NHRA, you know if you won or lost in four seconds. Drag Race, BracketBonanza.com. I'm the insider at RaceCentralMedia.com. Back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports, your host, Kurt Hansen. That's uh, about the quarter after the hour, or is uh, Howard Stern, but say as close as we get to it. I've always liked that line. I'm a big Stern guy. Sometimes if I listen to too much Stern in a day, I, I, cause I've never had to be dumped because I said a bad word. But uh, after 20 years, I'm proud of that. Uh, but uh, sometimes I, I get close. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, just uh, it's what happens when you lose your mind. Uh, our, our good friend, uh, Elon Werner, was at the big go, obviously. He works with Cameron Caruso, Justin Ashley. I mean, you name it. He's, a, he's the uh, luminary, bon vivant man about town. But has also rolled out the Drag Race Bracket Bonanza.com. Go there now. It's kind of like the uh, March Madness deal, but we're going to get to that in a second. But, Elon, uh, you predicted Justin would leave uh, the big go uh, with the points lead. He, he does. You love talking with him. We just talked with him a few minutes ago. We got a little time to reset. But what, uh, from your inside view, what were your surprises, good or bad, at the big go? I think um, it sounds crazy, but the surprise that Gage Herrera – did not win pro stock motorcycle. Probably um, Ricky drivers pretty much won everything all year. Yeah. He has. Uh, but he, he didn't get that U S nationals, which is the hardest race to win. The guy's a rookie. He has won everything. And he was really in a no, no win situation. If he won, everybody would have said, well, the guys won everything all year. And if he lost, there'd be guys like me kind of going, well, this kind of surprises me. The guy didn't win the biggest race of the year, but, that was kind of a surprise. I think the um, the dominance of Matt Hartford in pro stock, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's really come on strong this year. Um, he's got KB Titan racing power, but I think, you know, being number one qualifier and then 
surviving a really tough four rounds on Monday uh, to get his first U.S. Nationals win. That was impressive. Um, and I think the other surprise was both of the JFR top field dragsters going out in the first round. Um, you know, Brittany lost in the first round. Austin lost in the first round. That's a race that JFR has done really well at. Brittany's never won U.S. Nationals, but that car is a quality car. So um, those are some of the things that just jumped out to me, um, you know, right off the top. But it was an amazing Amazing weekend of racing from the Mission Too Fast, Too Tasty event on Saturday to the Funny Car Race on Sunday to the U.S. Nationals with, you know, Caps and Antron going back-to-back, Matt Smith winning again, and then, you know, Matt Hartford winning in Pro Stock. So a really, really good race to finish the regular season. And now we roll into the six-race countdowns coming up here in Reading, um, not this weekend, but next weekend. Yeah. Uh, we're talking to Elon Werner, uh, Werner Communications. He's up. Uh, I was with all your years in the NHRA. I mean, gosh, uh, yeah, it's it's a, you. I, you're my go-to guy, and you know you're, you're unbiased and and uh, very insightful. But uh, I do want to ask you this: so Indy is usually a lot about track conditions. Was it mm-hmm. especially hot or greasy, or what? I mean, how did track conditions play at? Uh, I still call it Indy Raceway Park now. So yeah, so yeah. Anyway, you know. it, they, they were very tricky. It was very hot for Indy. Yeah. And on Monday, it really became apparent that lane choice was very important. Um, you know, and it wasn't really a true one lane was worse than the other. It was by category. I think you just saw cloud cover would kind of roll in and teams had to make some decisions. And that's kind of what um, – that really the semifinal round was like the toughest round, I think, for everybody. Um, Justin Ashley was rolling through the first round and second round and then had a tough semifinal against Antron. They both kind of smoked the tires. Um, Justin, unfortunately, smoked his a little bit earlier. Yep. And, you know, that just – we were talking at the end of Monday that it's just really hard to win the U.S. Nationals. Yeah. And I- everything has to go your way. And you just saw, you know, J.R. Todd in the final round against Caps. I mean, he was right there until he wasn't. And that's just kind of the breaks of racing at that race. But, yeah, it's just a really tricky track. It held up really well over the course of the weekend. Um, And I was really worried in the first round of Pro Stock, the first pair up was Camry against Christian Quadra. And – at, right after Christian Quadra did his burnout, they realized he did not have his gear lube container. The the uh, the cap was not affixed, and he dumped most of his gear lube on the starting line oh. and behind his car in the left lane. And I really thought we were going to look at another Blake Alexander from Brainer type situation where the track got junk. But the safety safari got that lane whipped back into shape. It wasn't that much for them to clean up. But that really made me nervous that basically you're running the risk of that left lane being terrible for everybody. And you just want to have a good two-lane racetrack. Yeah, yeah. Not like Seattle for many, many years. Until they oh, fixed yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. Seattle was – and I've raced the road course there, which is very fast and very hairy. And you pop out of the road course onto the – right at the start line of the drag strip. Yep. And that thing was so bumpy. I'm like, 
what the heck? Because we're coming flying in there, and you can go through a hole cut in the wall, and then you're right up against the the the, the center divider, yeah. concrete. And I'm like, how do the what? How do dragsters or how do fuel cars or how does right, anybody yeah. get down this racetrack? Well, a lot a lot of times they just handle that with raw power, Kurt. You know that they yeah. just basically try to just power over it and just hope that they can keep enough traction going to where it kind of gets smooth and they can kind of hook up. But yeah, it's some tracks they've done NH racing a really good job of working with the track operators to get the tracks. They grind them, get them really race ready. We're about to go to six racetracks that have very unique personalities. Um, you know, starting at Maple Grove, yep. we might get some weather there. It just seems like you always get at least one day of rain at Maple Grove. Um, then St. Louis is a great track, super smooth. Charlotte, is a you know unique track because it actually i think that track kind of sometimes pulls the drivers to the outside and then you get the motorplex all concrete and then vegas and pomona where conditions could be nice and cool and so you kind of get the whole spectrum of conditions over these six races which makes the countdown you know super exciting they've reset all the points yep so you know the big winners of the race you know of the u.s nationals were actually the drivers that are basically in fifth through 10th place, because a lot of them made up hundreds and hundreds of points in one weekend. Cause now they're only a hundred points out of first place for a lot of them. And they were four or 500 back. Yeah. Uh, Stevie was 110 back. Now he's just 30. Uh, let me add, yeah. this might be a little sensitive question, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. Sure. Do you see any driver or rider that could be in trouble at the end of the season? As far as like losing their ride or anything, yes, yeah, or losing their ride. Um, no, I don't think so. Because luckily, the guys that are higher drivers are really kind of doing pretty well. J.R. Todd's doing pretty well. You know, Sean Langdon has had some issues, but that car's running good, and he's kind of turned that around. Most of the other guys kind of own their rides, um, so I don't see anybody that's like on the hot seat or anything like that. Um, I, I think that. If anything, it's going to be very – you want to go in, number one, but Top Fuel, Funny Car, Pro Stock, and Bike are so stacked now that no one can have really any confidence, I think, going into the playoffs feeling like, hey, we're going to run away from everybody. Yeah. Well, it's like it was like Jack Beckman had you know many really good seasons. I was a, wasn't yep. a big Beck, Beckman guy, but – uh, I did. I did like talking to him. He didn't like me for I, uh, yeah. whatever. I'm easy not to like. Um, but you know, he had a good season, and is basically selling cheeseburgers. I mean, it just was yeah. like what? Well, that that was a sponsorship deal. I mean, they they had sustained those um, charity cars, the Make a Wish car, yes. and the um, Infinite Hero car, and that was just a deal where uh, through Cher- Terry Chandler's benevolence, they raced those cars for five or six years. Yes even after she passed away. Um, and it's just one of those things where you look at, you know, some rides went away and you look at how competitive things are, that it's it's a sport driven on money. And if you can bring money, that's great. But there's a lot of racers that, um, you know, have some money, but you need a lot of money. Yeah. You know, Blake Alexander brought a deal to Jim Head. So, you know, that's, that's kind of how that deal worked out. Um, so it just kind of takes – takes some good partnership and then it really takes a sponsor that understands what we're doing out here yeah i mean i was surprised uh i told tj i thought it was time for him to win at the mile highs that year and he did i didn't know that uh 
um, that she was also involved with the Infinite Hero card. But, uh, yeah, I mean, TJ and Jack, big TJ fan, uh, yep. you know, we're, we're out of a ride at DSR, and that was kind of weird. Elon, as always, uh, thank you for joining us. Oh, so sure. how did the numbers go? I got about 20 seconds. How, drag oh, yeah. race bracket bonanza.com. Drag how race, was the first week? Drag race bracket bonanza.com went great. Had hundreds of people playing. Cool. Um, I actually finished 330th of a game I actually <laughs> created. So no no hijinks. We had five different winners from all over the country. Overall champ, Top Fuel Fighting Car, Pro Stock, Pro Stock Motorcycle. We'll fire it back up again for Reading in the six race countdown. So folks can go to dragracebracketbonanza.com. Sign up now, then you'll get updates next week, and then the brackets will open again Saturday night of the Reading National. So I appreciate all the support, and it's, it's been a great start. We expect even more great things for these next six races. That's great stuff. It's dragracebracketbonanza.com. Yep. Go there, play, because I'm telling you to, because Elon's my good friend, and I want to see this thing explode. And as I just said in a segment ago, you know, March Madness takes all of March. Drag Race Bracket. Bonanza.com takes four seconds. You can, and be, you, get to do, you can do it six times in the next six weeks, <laughs> which what, what's what's a better uh, adrenaline rush than that? There you go. Elon, have a great weekend. It's a weekend hey, off so much, for Kurt. you, and uh, we look forward to talking to you real soon. Talk later. Bye. All right. Elon Werner, Drag Race Bracket, Bonanza.com. Check it out. I have. It is definitely worth the time. It's Ray Central on the radio. North Star Liquor Superstore. All the Bronco and CU Buff theme stuff is there. Confection food, cigars. Short drive up I-25, drive a little, save a lot, or uh, go to the online classes and or just buy your stuff. E-commerce at NorthStarLiquorSuperstore.com. I'm the insider. We're back after this. Two minutes after the hour. If that doesn't get your motor running, uh, hopefully I will. It is Race Central on the radio. It's a fast Friday, a beautiful day here in the Mile High City. I uh, hope you're planning to have a great weekend. Uh, what the heck? Football is back. Thursday I kicked it off. I was glad to see the Lions win. I got no love for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Raiders, Broncos, Sunday, go see you. Great win over TCU. That rhymes. Uh, a week ago. And now we got Nebraska coming to town, and the Corn Fetters, I think, are going to try to, you know, run that football right uh, through that undersized line, but very, very athletic and very fast. So, hey, sometimes, uh, sometimes uh, big and uh, ugly and and pounding doesn't does not always work, but we'll certainly see if, and we'll find out uh, this weekend. Kansas, uh, the little that little that little thing out in Kansas, they built a long time ago. IndyCar at Laguna Seca. Boy, I wish I was you know, on the Monterey Peninsula this weekend. It's just a spectacular time of the year. And 
all the great restaurants. And it's just uh, Northern California. California in general is a big hotbed for NASCAR, IndyCar, and NHRA. Trust me, I, I've, sent, I've been there. I've seen it. I've done it. Um, you know, when I came here, we had about eight major motorsports events a year. Uh, now we had nothing. It's it's pretty interesting um, how the motor racing world and and you know I, I get uh, I get the Bandemir deal, but some of the other deals, I mean, I get all of it because I know the inside inside workings of it. But boy, if man, oh man, could you imagine um, uh, another? I mean, if years and years and years if we continued on after two thousand six. Uh, IndyCar series around the Pepsi Center in downtown. Oh, my God. NASCAR at Pikes Peak. IndyCar at Pikes Peak. A champ car downtown. Would have become IndyCar. And they probably would have lost the Pikes Peak event, but nobody went anyway. But the uh, especially towards the end, the the around the Pepsi Center, because I announced uh, all of them, was really becoming – they had a huge, huge walk-ups on Saturday and Sunday. And it was really becoming an incredibly popular event. The Mile High National speak for itself. We'll see how that plays out in the future. But it, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, and I'm going to throw this out there to anybody listening at 303-844-3776. That's 303-844-3776. Uh, we got some really good dirt track racing here uh, in Joe Bellum's BST series. They got three races left in their season. Where do you go? Now, I've been to Phoenix many times, and if you get on a Thursday or Friday flight from DIA, awful lot of NASCAR fans on the flights. I mean, every flight's three-quarters full. It's it's inexpensive. It's a great place to go to. It's super fan. Uh, it's just cool. But where do you go? Where do you go? What do you do? If you're an NHRA fan, the straight liners, uh, Topeka's no longer. Do you go to Pomona? Do you go to Sears Point in Northern California? If you're NASCAR, do you go to Vegas, Phoenix, or Kansas? IndyCar fan, yeah, you got a couple shots. You go to uh, Laguna Seca. You go to Portland now. What do you do? At 303-844-3776, we're not a caller-driven program. I drive the show, and this is the show with all the go, but I'd love to talk to you out there. Good stuff. Uh, I, I was working with a couple of influential people uh, the last couple of years to uh, try to bring a Trans Am and Vintage Weekend uh, downtown. And we had a little bit of traction, but it just never really morphed, but I thought uh, Trans Am would love to come here. They were here early days in uh, with Champ Car downtown. But maybe we, you know, there's a this pretty professional series on the East Coast running Formula Atlantic cars, uh, Formula 3 cars, and uh, Formula Fords. You know, what do you think of that? How about a Trans Am, then big boy shiny vintage cars, maybe uh, – Oh, I, I guarantee if with the right backing and the right um, uh, sanctioning body that uh, uh, my friend Bud Moeller with his Ferraris and his en- Ensign and his 
Williams would come. Zach, Zach Brown would probably come. A lot of good reasons to come here to the Mile High City. But that'd be pretty cool. Uh, vintage Indy cars and vintage cars in general, the Formula Series, and Trans Am. That, and let me tell you, the sounds of all that monster horsepower echoing off to downtown. Off the, it, it, was un, it was unbelievable and ultra cool hearing those cars through the streets of Long Beach echoing off the high-rises and stuff. That'd be pretty cool. I'd still like to put that together if I could put together the right, uh, the right program. I actually I tried to bring uh, Champ Boat, Formula One boats, with the promoter God, over a decade ago. Uh, they did race up in – I'm just being creative. They did race up in uh, oh, the lake up there, up north. Uh, oh, man, I'm having a senior moment. It will come to me. But they had Champo Formula One races up there for a couple of years and very well attended and really a great venue. The name will come to me at about 3 in the morning. And here's a story that I, I talked about the, at the – Ahead of the program, I do want to add this to Trans Am is at, since I'm talking Trans Am, they are at Watkins Glen this weekend. That would be a fun race to be at. This is a great time of the year. It's, uh, you know, our, our audience numbers go through the roof, and uh, believe it or not, they continue to do so even through the very short off season because when all the networks, radio, and television go dark, for over 20 years, Race Central's been your choice. Good stuff. Good for us. We used to take uh, December and January off until we realized that we were just by being there organically, the numbers would would climb a lot. I'll leave it at that. And we learned. We learned. So the story I was going to get to, I don't think I told this story. I might have. I don't know. In 2004, the Hendrick Motorsports guys were going to pretty sure it was Martinsville. It was like when I was doing trans, I'm trans, I'm doing uh Pearly world challenge. We stayed in Danville, Virginia. And as you leave town, there's two signs. One says Bristol this way. There one says Martinsville that way, Martinsville in Virginia. So the Hendrick guys were flying in to the airport there. Very, cloudy skies but also circumstances and we lost a lot of great people in the Hendrick team one of them Ricky Hendrick who was a super good driver he was fighting for the championship in uh, I think at that time it was the Craftsman Truck Series and we lost Ricky uh, Rick's youngest kid and a guy named uh, Randy Dorton and I'm not going to be able to finish this story (laughs) I'll have to, uh, so I'm going to get to the the Randy Dorton story uh, first thing next segment. Also, the the most embarrassing moment in Brian Herta's IndyCar career, I guarantee you that. And uh, again, want to remind you, when it comes time to do commerce, uh, support the people that support us. Because without them, we can't do what we do. Also, sign up for the newsletter at racecentralmedia.com because we're going to have a bunch of events coming up as we move into the fall season. And of course, our epic, uh, I think it's our 17th year for our very well-known uh, Daytona 500 bash after the clash. We'll have that going on. Also, uh, CU watch party football uh, uh, Saturdays at uh, the Asian Cajun in Westminster. 
win Bronco tickets, CU you tickets. You can't get – you can probably get a Bronco ticket, but I guarantee you can Scalper, it's going to be a tough, tough call. I mean, there was a guy selling one seat for 35000 He could sell two for 60 bought two for 60 50-yard line down low. You could win them, get them for free for Broncos or CU buffs at our CU football Saturdays and our Bronco and NFL Sundays. We got the Bronco Bombs, uh, win tickets to the aforementioned games. We got uh, you know, all the games. We got uh, uh, what's that thing? The, uh, the Red Zone. I love Red Zone at uh, Asian Cajun.com at the Westminster store. I'm the insider. I'm going to come back and tell you those two stories, and then we're going to wrap it up. Another great edition of Race Central on the radio. The podcast is up at racecentralmedia.com and on YouTube, Google Race Central Unplugged. For Sid the Kid and me, uh, last call coming up next. There are moments in life that you never want to forget. Welcome back to the premier home for motorsports for two decades. The blowtorch for motorsports on Race Central Radio. It fires me up, man. On ESPN Radio AM 1600 with the award-winning host, Kurt Hansen. Well, here we go. Last call. It's 45 minutes after the hour. Uh, last call, not for alcohol, but for Race Central Radio for this week. So just do a quick reset. Um, uh, Justin Ashley's your top fuel points leader in and it goes like this as we move to round number one of the countdown uh, next weekend at Maple Grove, one of the oldest tracks. I believe it was uh, Maple Grove and uh, English Town that uh, were the oldest tracks uh, besides Pomona uh, on the circuit. But it's Justin Ashley, Stevie Torrance going for six, five-time champion. Antron Brown has really come on late last year and also this year and your Indy Nationals winner. Uh, in Funny Car, Ron Caps uh, went back to back just like Antron did at the Indy Nationals, and he did it in the Don Prudhomme because Don Prudhomme gave him his start in uh, in drag racing per se, and uh, uh, Caps did a tribute to Prudhomme, which is pretty cool. So it's Ron Caps, Matt Hagen, Robert Height. This is going to be a bloodbath. Well, they they're both going to be. Uh, Pro Stock Motorcycles pretty much. Well, I mean, with the reset, who knows? And Pro Stock, uh, Pro Stock Motorcycle and Pro Stock Automobile, they don't call it that, but I want to differentiate, looks, uh, but again, with the reset, who knows? All of a sudden, if a guy red lights, gets taken out early in the round, shakes a tire, I mean, whatever. It's racing, man. Just like football. They can play it on paper, but it's actually played on the field. Racing is the same way. And drag race bracket bonanza.com, I would uh, implore you to go there. That's Elon's deal. Uh, we we want to support that big time. So we'll see how it plays out. All starts uh, next weekend in the countdown. And then we'll wrap up about mid November, Formula One, end of November, NASCAR, middle, early to mid November. Man, we got a long ways to go. And then the, the, the off season is not an off season at all. So we won't leave you stranded. We'll give you all the breaking news. We'll just keep uh, humping and pumping great radio shows, great content, our new e-newsletter, website stuff, uh, the uh, video cast with Sid the Kid on YouTube and also on our website. And we got a lot going on. It's gonna be looking, and I'm very excited. I like doing events. Uh, more than likely, we'll do a live radio remote from Asian Cajun 
uh, in the upcoming weeks on a Friday, and then the CU football Saturdays and NFL and Broncos Sundays. You get, we give away a lot of cool stuff, uh, snowboards, bicycles, skis, Bronco and CU tickets. I mean, it's, it's, it's all happening. But until that is officially rolled out, I'd still implore you to go in, especially the new location in Westminster. Food's great. Got a nice, nice crowd building very quickly. They'll open about a month. So the story I was going to get to about Hendrick. So when Rick started this whole crazy deal in NASCAR, he, he realized that he wanted to be also an engine builder, build his own engines, Hendrick Motors. And Randy Dorton was the head of it. Back in the early days, you know, he was hands-on, blah, blah, blah. Then as, as it exploded, uh, he just kind of oversaw everything. And tragically, he was on that uh, that flight when they were headed to Mart- Martinsville that crashed in Virginia and lost his life. But the engine shop has gone on, especially under the tutelage of Dorton before he passed away, and has become the powerhouse engine builder in NASCAR. Now, they sold motors to a lot of different teams. And I, I, I think I'm wrong, but I think Ricky Rudd won with the, the first win with Hendrick Power Plant. I know this is an actual. Uh, Jimmy Johnson got the 100th win for Hendrick Motors, the engine shop. And by Kyle Larson's victory last weekend at the track, too tough to tame, that'd be Darlington, secured the 500th victory for a Hendrick-powered car. Now, Hendrick supplies engines right now to obviously his own cars, the Spire to JTD Daughtry, and there's another team that I believe it's Wood Brothers. I'm pretty sure it's Wood Brothers. Could be wrong. I think I'm wrong. Oh, who cares? But 500 wins for an engine shop. Man, oh, man. That's super impressive. That is unparalleled. Unparalleled. It should be interesting next year as uh, Legacy Motorsports moves to Toyota. I know the boss man at Toyota is very happy about that. With the infusion of, of cash from all the new parties basically buying out Richard Petty Enterprises, they're going to be formidable. Trust me when I tell you. You can trust me on that. So here is the the IndyCar story that I've been trying to get to <clears throat> with Brian Herter. Now, Colton drove the exact car that Brian drove in 98 to victory at Laguna Seca. Now, floor mat raceway at Laguna Seca. Pretty cool deal. And I'm going to put that video up on my Facebook page, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen. Uh, Sid, can you post that up on the website if I send it to you? I'll send it to Sydney, and then she'll get it up on the racecentralmedia.com. It's, it's pretty bitching. So <clears throat> it was... right towards the end of his career. And ironically, driving the same uh, sponsorship and colors on uh, the car that that, uh, that Colton drove, and he won at Laguna 98. I, I want to say it was 
it was either the year before or the year after he won at Laguna. And there was this this guy who was teamed with a very close friend of mine and uh, former cart uh, champion, or Champ Car Series World Champion, cart champion back then, and winner of the USA or the US 500 the year that a cart split from the IRL. I really couldn't make it in the other league. I'm just kidding. <clears throat> but there was a lot of nobodies in the IRL at that time. But And watch side-by-side on television, Jimmy win the U.S. 500 at Michigan, and Colorado and Buddy Lazier win at Indy. And I believe, gosh, uh, I know who finished second. I also know who finished. J.J. Yaley finished third, if I'm not mistaken, another Phoenician. And, oh, boy, Davy Jones, who before his big accident at Disney World, which a lot of people, we had to learn how to walk and talk all over again. And uh, then he came back and was driving sports cars at IMSA. Still does. And a really good guy. Davy finished second. It was and those were in cars that were one year old or older, cart cars. That was kind of the formula for having lower cost racing. And Buddy won the 500 that year after he had a massive crash at the season opener at Phoenix for the IRL. A lot of pain, but they were turning laps at like, if memory serves me correct, I want to say 232 miles an hour for the last like five laps. And swapping leads, uh, Buddy won it in, uh, not Buddy, uh, yeah, Buddy, won it in a Hemelgarn car, Ron Hemelgarn. Good friend of mine, Kiki Mancia from Argentina, drove his cars. Pretty good stuff. So Brian is leading the race with one lap to go. And Alex Zanardi, who had just come from Formula One, was teamed up with Jimmy Vassar. Jimmy won the championship in cart in 96 at Laguna, clinched at Laguna. They're heading up the hill to the world-famous corkscrew. And on either side of the corkscrew is large patches. So you come up over the hill, you get hard on the brakes, go down a couple gears, turn hard left, hard right, and you head down to turn um, uh, nine or eight, nine, ten. Yeah, ten, ten used to be the last corner. Now it's 11 because they added corners. Alex is up the top, heading up the top of the hill right behind Brian Herta. Herta breaks, downshifts, turns in to the left-hander, and then right to exit the court screw. Alex Zanardi goes through the dirt entering the, the left-hander and through the dirt at the right-hander, almost hits Herta coming out of the dirt, big cloud of dust, almost hits him, and comes out in the lead and wins the race. And I remember saying at that time to all my friends, I was with them, like, what was that? Like, That's a Formula One guy making a very ballsy pass on an IndyCar guy. I think Brian... It wasn't that he was lazy in the corkscrew, but I think he might have 
started breaking a little early, trying to protect his line. And Alex said, you're mine. And he did it. Probably the most embarrassing moment in Brian Herter's life. That's going to put a wrap on another great edition of Race Central on the radio. See you at the Asian Cajun tomorrow. Watch CU and Sunday for Broncos Raiders. And when it comes time to do commerce, support the people that support us because without them, we can't do what we do. Head up to North Star Liquor Superstore or buy on the web. Get all your confection, foods, your cigars, all your great beverages for a football and motor racing weekend. We're always here at Bonnevere and Sid the, Sid the Kid behind the glass. Uh, go to YouTube, Race Central Unplugged or RaceCentralMedia.com. And uh, what can I say? Have a great weekend. Do something nice for somebody. It's football time, but also crunch time in the world of motorsports. We'll see you next week.